0: Swain touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Get into
1: his mouth and a red flam.
0: event, SwainEvent.com, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant in America. Hope you are having a fantastic morning. Ben McKee, Govolts247, I'm Jason Swain. Again, Swain Event, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant in America. Uh, Sir, Ben, we're getting closer and closer to Super regional, and there's been some trash talking, and Tennessee fans didn't even start it. What is going on? Good morning. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm well. You you look well. You got a got a
1: nice polo on. Look like you're ready to hit the golf course.
0: It, it is a Tiger Woods shirt. It's not a polo. It's collarless, but it is a Tiger Woods shirt. Thanks for noticing, you, man. You, you look like
1: you're gonna be on your Tiger Woods today.
0: Oh yeah, hole in one. Well, you, you, you. Like look, you, you
1: <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. You can't hit me with that this early. You, you look much better than I feel. So I, I'm, I'm glad to see one of us is is thriving on on this Thursday morning, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be an interesting environment this weekend in, in Hattiesburg. Southern Miss fans are are riled up, and I know Tennessee fans are as well. But uh, it, it's going to be an electric environment. I know Tennessee fans may be caught off guard by it just a little bit because they hear Southern Miss and think, oh, it's just Southern Miss. That, that's not a big brand name, but. They're gonna be ready for Tennessee, and 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 this is gonna be a bigger challenge than even last week going to Clemson, in my opinion, Swain.
0: Why is that? Why is that? Hold on, I know you, I know you, you playing hurt, and um, number one, you was you was hurt two days ago. What kind of medicine are you taking? <laughs> did you even take any medicine, or did you go old school, home remedy, take a nap, sit on the toilet, drink some water, thought that was gonna make it all better? What, what
1: happened? I I've been taking. Some medicine, probably not as much as I should. Obviously. I taking medicine. You sound like medicine. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I do. I took two, three-hour naps yesterday, To if, if that tells you anything about how I feel. Yeah. Uh, but I actually do feel better today than I did the last two days, believe it or not. Um Just take medicine, Ben. I, I have been taking medicine, I promise, and sleeping. Um, but they A, they have more people in their stadium. B... They they feel disrespected by the whole Hattiesburg narrative and how the the Tennessee side of things want absolutely nothing to do with Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And I think that they are taking that personally. Oh my gosh! Can't blame us. Which if if I were them, I would take it personally as well. That that is their home. They're they're gonna feel a certain type of way about it, but. I think it's going to be a very hostile environment because of that.
0: Great. We'll we'll have two teams that that will feel disrespected. One team in Tennessee has a better resume and not be playing in the regional, super regional, not having the opportunity to host the super regional. So Tennessee will feel disrespected. And I guess Southern Miss can feel disrespected because no one books vacations to go to Hattiesburg. Nobody. That's fine. That's, That's cool um but i have seen southern miss fans kind of start trash talk with tennessee fans which is a very very bold strategy and you better hope southern miss fans you better hope you win cuz if you don't win tennessee fans are going to live in mentions for a while <laughs> because tennessee fans was just minding their business on twitter from what i've seen just minding their business upset yeah but not not tweeting anyone except for Auburn's A D, which I don't think that's the smartest move because I don't think Auburn's A D was like against Tennessee or anything, but he was on the selection committee uh, there selecting um the super regional. I would I would expect Cohen to, you know, be on the side of Tennessee, but who knows? Um I think the Instant outrage that Tennessee wasn't hosting was fair. And then trying to find who's to blame for that, I guess, the decision. And so the folks that were blamed, the committee, and then, hey, this Tennessee baseball team could have had had opportunities this season to put themselves in a better position. So that way there's no doubt. And then I saw a blame going in the direction of like current administration. I'm like, huh? Like past administration. Okay. Current administration. Huh? Like I know the Tennessee baseball stadium renovations were kind of announced months and months ago and it ain't going as fast as people think these things go, but like to blame the current administration for Knoxville, not hosting a super regional is just, it's just ludicrous to me. And, and to think that Tennessee baseball holds priority over Tennessee football in terms of renovations, like we, we gotta, we gotta splash some cold water on our face and realize where we are. Like both are important, but at the same time, like Tennessee football renovations are severely behind the competition too. So you have two programs that need renovations guys. We, we behind like we got an awesome fan base. We got a lot of good things going, but as far as renovations, like we, we got to step it up, but not just in one area. We, we, we just now about to get Wi Fi in the football stadium. We, it's 2023, guys. It, it's not going to even be the the the, the 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 complete project. It's going to be like one phase coming up, and then there's another phase. So we just not getting Wi Fi. Now, we we're heading a lot a lot of other areas, but when it comes to renovations like guys, yeah, we. So to blame the current administration and assume that football isn't going to be taken care of, it should be taken care of as quick as possible. I thought, I thought we were football fans. I thought we knew the deal around here. Did we not? People with a mic, people without a mic, did we forget where we live? <laughs> what, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> We we we
1: got to get that basketball court built in, in the practice facility. That that that's top priority. Got to get that basketball court built.
0: Like what? Like what are we I, doing? I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. We know. No, you, we know what drives the horse around here. Absolutely, one thousand percent. I mean, at, at the end of the day, Tennessee wasn't. Well, let me backtrack. What's so frustrating from my perspective is we don't really know why Tennessee is not hosting. We don't know why Southern Miss yeah. was hosting over Southern Miss or why Southern Miss is hosting over Tennessee. No answer. No explanation. No answer. That, that's what's most frustrating in, yep. in my opinion. And also, why is this not predetermined? Mm. Well, why do we not know going into the NCAA tournament, if this situation pops up, that, okay, this team will be the one that hosts. Like, There's two easy expl- explanations or – uh, two too easy solutions here, bullet points that need to be ironed out before we even get to this point. Uh, so that's the most frustrating part to me because I, I said it on Tuesday, and I know some people don't want to hear it. But Southern Miss is just as equally capable of hosting as Tennessee in, in terms of their baseball program, in terms of what their baseball program has done this year. Yes, I do think that Tennessee Tennessee's resume is slightly better but that doesn't mean that Southern Miss isn't a good team uh, and isn't deserving of hosting. But also it's hard not to look at the RPI of both teams. And especially when the NCAA selection committee hammered home the importance of RPI when picking the the field of 64 to the city's eight spots better. And now we're just going to ignore it. Uh, And, and yeah, I know that, Southern Miss won the Sun Belt tournament or whatever, but it's the Sun Belt, not the SEC. Like, let's not give Southern Miss a a significant leg up because they won their conference tournament and Tennessee didn't win the SEC tournament. There's a big difference there. Uh, And also, how do you not reevaluate things after this past weekend, Tennessee going to Clemson, Southern Miss somewhat struggling in the Auburn regional. I, I, I just, not a whole lot of things add up. Uh, and and no offense to Hattiesburg, but I think Knoxville would be more accommodating than Hattiesburg, Mississippi, this time of year. So that that's it doesn't really make sense, which is why it's more frustrating that there there is no explanation given.
0: Man, you don't even have to say no offense. Like if if you live in Hattiesburg and you offended that someone is clearly. Speaking the truth and saying, "Hey man, for a sporting event, Knoxville is better than Hattiesburg." Like, you, 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 you have to been a you have to been born and raised in Hattiesburg. You have to have a Hattiesburg tattoo. Like, you've never probably left the the city or the state. Like, as much as I love Knoxville, there are certain cities that are better for hosting events. I ain't not see Taylor Swift come up in, in Knoxville with no concert. I don't, I don't see these big st- music stars hitting Knoxville every time they go on tour. They hit New York. They hit L.A. They hit the big cities. Uh, no offense taken. It's just it is what it is. So, I man, you just being nice. And I appreciate that. But, Hattiesburg, y'all, come on, man, come on. You have an awesome baseball team. You you are a sports town. You take pride in your baseball. And that's really cool. It's really awesome. And I watched uh, Southern Miss versus Penn. And it's going to be a good baseball game. It's going to be intense. It's going to be a hornet's nest. And, you know, Tennessee has a reason to be upset and feel disrespected. Southern Miss has a reason to be upset, disrespected. Man, let's go. Let's go play, man. I love scenarios like this. Love it, love it. But to suggest it's anyone's fault who are, who is currently employed at Tennessee is utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if
1: if it's anybody's fault, it's it's Tennessee baseball's fault for not being more successful during the regular season. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, outside it's outside the fun. team, there's no one. It's no one's fault outside the team. But if you want to look yeah. at anyone that's currently on campus, you can look at the baseball team, and and that's fair. And that's okay, but. You did it this past week uh, on the road at Clemson. You need two games instead of three this weekend, even though the opponent is going to be a little bit tougher. But you're playing some of your best baseball right now. So let's let's get it on, Ben McKee. Let's do it. it it's
1: it's going to be a, a heck of a challenge for Tennessee, like I mentioned. And uh, we'll, we'll see if they're up for it.
0: 865 255 Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. We'll take our first break of The Moaning. Olivier Camois found his home. Tennessee baseball. Another day of preparation before heading to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for the Super Regional. Ben McKee, Go 247. Jason Swain here live from the Low T Center studio. Be right back. The Swain event
1: is brought to you by Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant, Dead End Barbecue. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com.
0: When you are craving some quality barbecue, there's only one place to go dead-end barbecue dead-end barbecue has been featured on espn's taste of the town the first barbecue restaurant on the sec network cbs sports headline news tailgate show amazon primes the restaurant comeback food paradise and named one of the top 100 barbecue restaurants in america the search is over dead-end barbecue is located on 3621 sutherland avenue right here in knoxville you can even have it delivered right to your door through chow now Visit their website at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue, the search is over. Jason Swain here. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but make sure you do your own homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. I trust Low T Center. I've been going there for several years. It's where I go get my levels checked. Low T Center specializes in men's wellness. They check all of your levels, not just your testosterone. It determines the cause of any symptoms that you are having and whether you are a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance. And it's sterile, checking everything from your PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitor self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home. Make your health a priority and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Good morning, Swain Event family. Take a deep breath in and release. We're all back together in the a.m. and life is good. If you have real estate needs, just give me a call. Jennifer Morris at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go
2: Vols. Hello? Hello?
0: Anything that really stands out to you, Ben, about Southern Miss, the matchup between Tennessee that maybe didn't stand out to you versus Clemson?
1: I would say the simple fact that it's a two out of three series and they have an absolute stud going on the mound for them game one, uh, which – it, it increases their chances of 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 winning the series. But on the flip side of that, Andrew Lindsey will also be pitching for Tennessee. So you have those two guys, I'm assuming, squaring off on, on game one Saturday afternoon. Uh, but I, I think that how Tennessee performs against their ace, Tanner Hall, who has been an absolute stud, all season long, Swain he he doesn't walk a ton of guys. He picks up a ton of strikeouts, and he pitches deep into baseball games, which is which is kind of a foreign concept mm-hmm. in today's day and age of of analytics. Um, pitchers just aren't pitching as much as they used to. Uh, starting pitchers that that is, uh, because at the first sign of trouble, teams like to to yank the starter, the the second and third time through the lineup, but. If if Tennessee can can find a way to have success against him, I, I think that completely swings the the series in their favor because they have some other nice arms after Tanner Hall. That 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 is a fact for sure. Not trying to minimize their pitching staff, but it's kind of him and then everybody else. At least looking at it on paper. So, if if Tennessee can find success against him in that game one, I, I think that really, really sets them up for success uh, for the weekend. And, and it may be a telling sign of how the weekend is going to go, depending on how how much success they have
0: against him, if that makes sense. I think we got turkey man now. Let's see here. Good morning. Good morning. There
2: we go. Hey, buddy. Sorry how you doing, that. guys? Oh no, man, we're I good. We're good. As part of as part of that technological things going on, uh, like I say, I got to figure out how you guys do what you do. One day I need to talk to you guys on that. But that's I want to talk baseball right now, if that's okay. Okay. Uh, I want I wanted to. Uh, I don't know. It's really hard to watch the game or be able to pick it up. I, I was able to see some of it or or a lot of it, but uh, finding where it was going to be be shown at. But I noticed in that one game uh Ben you framed my attention where the player of I don't know which was it was it uh, Clemson player got ejected for for running his mouth a little bit or something other, and the announcers uh blamed it on Tennessee's last team, uh the hate for the wanting to to maintain and keep a low uh uh, uh dugout uh, uh, excitement, or however you put it, you know, what I'm trying to say. Uh, do you think that that had anything to do with us not getting to play here in Knoxville, and 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 having hometown because of dislike of what last year's team uh, brought out? And how much would you think that will affect the football? They're gonna hate the football too. I mean, we're gonna offensively we're we're lighting it up, and uh, but I think that maybe you understand what I said there.
0: Ben, what? Hello? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear Turkey Man. Um, and uh, uh, got, did you get me? I got. You
2: understand
0: me? I, I got you, Turkey Man. Uh, I'm trying to relate oh. this to to Ben because I don't know if Ben can hear you right now. Um, but Ben Turkey Man well, wants to yeah. wants to know uh, about the Clemson player being ejected and there was a little bit, I guess, shift of blame t- towards Tennessee. Turkey, man, did I get that right?
2: Yes, they were. I yeah. thought they were.
0: And uh, so, Turkey, man, wants to know about the ejection and, you know, how how did Tennessee play into that happening? Well, I, I don't
1: know how Tennessee is to blame for what happened. Oh. They, they're they not the ones that that ran their mouth in, in the first place. Um, well, I guess, technically, they, they did run their mouth in the first place. Uh, because part of the reason um Canarella for Clemson was ejected was because Christian Moore and Caden Grice were running their mouth to to one another after Christian Moore got out earlier in the game um but i and i didn't think the TV angle could could really show whether Christian Moore or or Grice started talking to each other first or not but the, each team got a warning at that moment, uh, and then later in the game is, is when Candarello decided to to run his mouth coming off of the field and was yelling at Zane Denton, and Zane Denton couldn't even hear what he was saying, from, from my understanding, so I guess technically Tennessee was chirping to to start things earlier in the game, but in that particular instance, Tennessee was not doing anything to Canarella. He was just fired up after they turned a double play to strand the bases loaded, and running in from the outfield, he was just yelling at at Zane Denton uh, over and over and over. And, and the umpire saw it and and went over and and talked to him. And and I guess because of that earlier warning, that's how he got ejected.
0: Thanks for the phone call, Turkey Man. Uh, I just feel like. You know, at first, I was like, oh, man, that's kind of weak, man, that he got ejected. But then when I saw what the Clemson coach said that Clemson was giving a warning, both teams were giving a warning. I just feel like after you're giving a warning, you really can't get mad for any consequences that come your way. If you're giving a warning, is if, if, if me and being hanging out, and I keep making jokes about, his dog Judge, and I keep saying, "Man, man, your dog look cross-eyed. It's not that smart, and and it's hurting Ben's feelings to get mad." He's like, all right, Swain, that's enough talking about my dog, man. That's enough talking about Judge. Even though you know the White Sox beat the Yankees the other day, and you know Aaron Judge didn't do much, but like, stop talking about Judge. That's my dog. I love my dog. That's, that's my last warning, Swain. And if I do it again, and Ben comes across my head. I can't pretend like I didn't see it coming. Like he, you gave me a warning. You told me. And weak or not, if, if, if I'm on a football field and there's receivers and DBs talking and the ref says, all right, that's enough. Here's your warning. No more talking. And you talk again. Yeah, it may seem innocent that you have a little trash talk going on, but you're giving a warning. So that's how I feel. on it.
1: Yeah, the, the only thing I would add, Swain, is I completely agree with what you just said, but I do think a little bit of awareness from the umpire in that moment would would be beneficial as well in the sense of you know that each team has a a warning, so why don't you go speak to him instead of just throwing him out of the game? If he said something magical, if he was talking completely sideways and, and was saying something absurd, then yes, automatically give him that second warning. Go ahead and throw him out. But if it's if it's just him being excited because his team got out of the inning and, and it's a little friendly, competitive drawing, then go over there and, and talk to him rather than ejecting him. That that'd be the it. only thing that I would say.
0: I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, wh- what would you say about Olivia Camwalk going to to Michigan? Uh Congrats to him. I,
1: I wish him the best of luck.
0: Well, I I, I say, I, mean, I say the same thing. I mean, I, I want him to be successful. Um, Like I I want him to have the best year of his freaking career, and I want people to be able to say, "Man, where was this at Tennessee?" Or, "Hey, that's Rick Barnes' fault." Like wh- the real people know that it wouldn't be Rick Barnes' fault. But like, I want Olivier to play so well that people start coming up with theories of why Olivier didn't play well here. That's how much I want the best for Olivier. Will it be a pain in the butt to deal with as a radio dude having to cipher through false blame being pointed? Yeah. But I'm willing to go through that if it means Olivier having his best year of his career and it helps him play at the next level. That's that's how much I want to see him be successful. Um, Big fan of Olivier the person. We saw his development. It just didn't show enough for me this year. Like, we saw the Texas game, the South Carolina game, the Duke game. What about the games in between? Ten points per game, five rebounds per game, someone that's 6'9 is a senior. That's not going to work. And Hunter Dickinson left Michigan to go to Kansas. Hunter Dickinson was averaging almost twenty and ten rebounds. So you're bringing in someone that's a post player, and Michigan fans are going to assume that this is a replacement. He's he's coming in with half of the, the production of Hunter Dickinson. So I just hope for Olivier's sake that he has the best year of his career because people are going to be pointing a finger at him if he doesn't produce. And you thought Vol yeah. Twitter was bad, and Vol Twitter got in your feels way to another fan base that's equally as actually Tennessee uh, Michigan's alumni base is probably is larger and they like winning in basketball too so they'll have some comments for after the game too if you don't ball out
1: they are very passionate and uh, fair or unfair transfers have higher expectations than high school signees so he he thought he was getting it bad here just wait till if he plays inconsistently at Michigan like he did at Tennessee, he'll hear it even more. But uh, that recruitment seemed a, a little fishy. I saw somebody tweet out in reference, and and this is uh, somebody who is in the know in college basketball. I, I forget, I, I believe it's Andrew Slater. I, I'll look look it up to confirm who posted it. But player A wanted the school. Uh, or option A was player wanting the school option B was dad wanting the money option C was agent wanting the relationship with the coach. So seems like Olivier has a lot of different people pulling him in different directions. Uh, But it it seems like he he did end up getting what he wanted. And that was to go to Michigan and play for Juwan Howard. So uh, I, I really hope it works out for him.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think Tennessee is going to be better. I think Olivia has a chance to be better, and I hope he is. I mean, uh, I'm sure he gained a ton of experience and perspective going through the draft process and knows exactly what part of his game he needs to improve on and really focus on. And, hey, man, sometimes it's best to hear from a different voice. Like, you're a parent now. When you become a parent, you realize the things that your parents used to tell you that, Maybe you didn't listen to, but you going through a different experience makes you realize, like, oh snap, they were, they were right. Or if someone else it to you, like, I have a, I, mean, I have a fifteen year old, where I try to, I, I, I've tried in the past. It's not much of a problem now, but like I've tried in the past to culture up on certain things, and it took me to call somebody else to say the same thing for her to listen. And sometimes that's just the case. Like you got the Jabari legends of Tennessee football camp coming up this weekend. And there's going to be a lot of great coaches out there and current players out there teaching the kids. And they're going to say something that their parents have already said at home. But those kids didn't listen to mom and dad at home. They're going to listen this weekend because it's coming from a different voice. And so... I hope it clicks for Olivier. He goes out and balls out, and I hope he's a Big Ten Player of the Year. I really do.
1: I I, I do too. And 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 speaking of the legends of of Tennessee camp there in Sevierville, uh, Jennifer Morris, the the great and the goat Jennifer Morris of Keller Williams Realty is going to be out there this weekend. So if if you're in in the the Knoxville market and looking for a new home and want to speak to Jennifer, she'll be there and. And she would love for you and and the kiddos to stop by her tent uh, if if you're out there this weekend.
0: I like it. Let's go to
2: the phones uh, again. Good morning. Hey guys, it's me again. I missed you guys. Miss my miss what I was saying uh, and all that in that going on. Uh, what I was saying, the announcers was was directing that the call was because of last year's. Uh, team of all the what took place, the dislike of last year's team, and apparently rules that were changed to keep uh, from those things happening on the field. So they, they caused, they said it was because of last year's team and the dis- dislike, mm. I guess was the word, of last year's, uh, team and how much they liked it, but they didn't like it because it, uh, it, uh, caused uh, too much havoc or something. I don't know the words they said. I don't you. The I, you know the I, words.
1: I got what he, you're saying now, Turkey Man. That, I, that that's why that I was saying, and, and I now. wanted
2: to know if, if you if you felt like that that it had effect on us getting the you know here instead of going there. If it it affected that and all from last year's thing and the dugout and how we we get a little rowdy and and all that and um, a lot of dislike. And had
0: anything from us not getting that. Gotcha, head. Turkey Man. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. See you, buddy, see, it. see you, Turkey Man. I,
1: I do think that part of the reason Southern Miss is hosting a Super Regional is because there is a little bit of a SEC fatigue and a Tony Vitello fatigue, uh, and, and not not just a Tony Vitello fatigue, but Tennessee baseball is the villains in college baseball. That they, they are, and Tony Vitello is the the tip of the spear of of these villains. So I, I do think that that played a role. Uh, I, I absolutely do think that that played a role. Now I think it's also fair if you're Tennessee to ask about all of the connections that Southern Miss has to the eight man selection committee. I mean, you have you have a player's dad on there. No, yeah. no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Tell me, tell me, tell me that. No, man! tell me that is not true. Please do not say that, man. It, it
1: is, it is true. I, I, I don't have the names in front of me, but one of the uh, players, his dad is the athletic director at Southeastern Louisiana or something along those lines. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Scott Berry, the Southern Miss coach, is is really tight with uh, San Diego AD uh, McGillis. I don't I don't know his first name off the top of my head. Bill he, William, yes P McGillis. Him him and Southern Miss's head coach are super super tight.
0: Oh man, what a, so, so was the Northeastern Southeastern on there? Southeastern Louisiana University. Yes, his son plays for Southern Miss. Jay Arctuiz. Sure. Uh, Hold on, let me. Man, why you do this to me, man? It's Thursday. I've already moved past. (laughs) I've already moved past.
1: I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'd like to believe that everybody makes decisions with integrity and, and with honor, even if there are some ties there. But hard not to question. At, at least, especially when you look at the resumes uh, of Tennessee compared to Southern Miss on the field and off the field, when it comes to Knoxville and Hattiesburg, just uh, just a, a little weird. Which is why I absolutely think that there is SEC baseball fatigue, and I, I think that Tony Vitello is 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 somewhat paying the price uh, mm. for freshman, freshman paying the price for what Tennessee baseball has become. And and to answer Turkeyman's question. Ejections are up significantly this year, and I was actually going to bring this up to you. I believe it was uh, Tom Hart and Kyle Peterson on the broadcast. They were discussing. No, it was uh, Chris Burke and and Mike Rooney on squeeze play. They were discussing how much ejections, player ejections, are up this year, and it's by like four hundred. I-, I believe they said player ejections are up over six hundred this year, and they were like two ten last year, and it's because of how umpires are. Up are officiating the the new era of showing emotion, I guess, in, in baseball. So uh, it, it, it does seem to be something that was as a result of the Tennessee baseball team last year, which I still don't really understand a, a ton because, and we talked about this at the time, Swain, and yes, Jordan Beck flipped off the middle – or gave the middle finger to the Georgia Tech center fielder. I'm not necessarily talking about that particular instance. Yeah, that was bad. But, yes, it was. But over the course of the season, like, jawing at the opponents when opponents were also jawing at them, flipping their bat, celebrating. I mean, there wasn't, to me, anything that was super egregious. At the end of the day, people did not like this, this new baseball program coming in and kicking everybody's butt who are considered perennial national title contenders. I mean, that's what the issue was at the end of the day, is that these programs like Florida, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, LSU, Arkansas, these teams that are are constantly in Omaha, they were getting their butts beat by this new era of, of Tennessee baseball, that hasn't necessarily been competing for Omaha every year. And that's what rubbed everybody the wrong way because Tennessee was was kicking their butt and taking names in the process and, and letting you know about it. And that's why people got offended because you, you look at all these other games going on and, and they're flipping their bats just like Drew Gilbert is. They're jawing at opponents. It's it's the, the sport of baseball. It's not just something that Tennessee created. So I, I do think that Tennessee – what was misfit just a little bit, but I do think that it also, you know, ignited a new way of umpiring these baseball games, and and there's statistical evidence to prove it because player ejections are up tremendously this year.
0: Hmm. You mess me up, man. I'm over here looking at this. I'm over here like Sherlock, homeboy, putting the clues together. <sighs> So, the, the Jay Arguez, we'll, call it, we'll say that until I fix it during the break. I don't know how to pronounce it. But he's the AD at Southeastern Louisiana University. His son is a redshirt freshman on the Southern Miss team. The AD is on the s- baseball committee that Determines who hosts the super regional in this instance. Dad, who is the AD, he is a former baseball coach. He's the current athletic director. He played in Mississippi at Pearl River Community College and also played at Bellhaven. Um, His Dad played at River Pearl River Community College, in Mississippi. So there's a lot of ties to the state of Mississippi, and there's ties to a member of the baseball team with AD that's serving on the baseball committee. So, I mean, you don't have to kind of you don't have to make up a conspiracy theory to, to point out that. That's somewhat fishy there. It is. But at the same time, man, if you're Tennessee baseball, you're on this team, you're coaching these guys, you use it as motivation. It should fire you up. We talked about this on Tuesday. We're just playing in the game is all the motivation you need, but this just adds another layer to it. And that's fine. Don't the, the only person I feel bad for is you because you have to drive down there. But, like, the guys, I mean, they'll fly down there. They'll play baseball, something they've done their entire life. Playing in another crowd will fire them up. They've they've experienced louder crowds, I'm sure. Not trying to say that Southern Miss's crowd won't be a Hornets' nest, but this team played at, L, at LSU. <laughs> um, they, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. So, thanks a lot, Ben. Thanks a lot for um, bringing this to light. Up Thanks for day. reminding me about my drive this weekend. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Different Moore said, that's why I sent it in on the text box. Look at the committee. It was clear as could be. Wow, man. Mm, mm, mm. Love it. This one makes you want to be a team even more. And the whole thing about emotion, officials, you gotta let these players show emotion. I think the moment they start showing up the opponent, that's when we have a problem. So if they show you up as an official or they show up their opponent, that's a that's a that's a different conversation than them just showing emotion. It's a totally different conversation. Like you want athletes to show emotion. Some of the most loved athletes, the Tim Tebow's of the world and 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 other players, and you love the fist pump. You love the Gator Chomp if you're a Florida fan. Like, you love that emotion. That, yeah, we did it. Like, you love that. You can't take that away. But you can't spike the football in somebody's face. You can't slam the basketball down after a call. You can't, you know, shoot the middle finger up at the opponent. I mean, there's lines you. Can, you, you don't cross, but they let these athletes show emotion. C. Wells Jr. says, Do you think Danny should come out with the offer bid that he gave to the community to show that there was a bias to try and get it solved for the future? Kind of like Pitt's football coach did with his receiver and the tampering. Uh, I don't think Danny should say anything, probably. I think Danny should hush. <laughs> um, we are still under investigation for football. That has not been cleared. And I just think there's other things that Danny can do. As long as, as long as Tony Vitello feels like Danny has his back, that's all that matters. Like, And there's certain fights and battles you should be selective in, in getting involved with. Like, I don't know if it's a good look if Danny White's publicly questioning why Tennessee is not Hosting Super Regional, like, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, is like if Tennessee basketball was like left out of the NCAA tournament this year, and their resume was better than ten teams that made it, then yes. Or Tennessee football had the same record as five or six other teams, but Tennessee was left out of the College Football Playoff, then okay. But like, I don't know if this is the battle that that you should you should fight. Agree, disagree, bid publicly.
1: I, I I agree, and I and from my understanding, it, it there wasn't a cash bid to host. When 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 we say bid, it, it's you know hotels and how you can accommodate the visiting team. You're not making a cash bid to host the super regional. You're making a bid of. We have these X amount of hotels that we can guarantee, and uh, we we have the McGee Tyson Airport, and you know things of of that nature is is the type of, from my understanding, the the type of things that go into to making a bid uh, to host a regional and host a super regional. It has nothing to do with with money or 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 financials. It has everything to do with hosting, literally hosting somebody and uh, hosting them on the field uh, as, as well, which that, that brings up another question of, you know, Southern Miss was, there's a thought process that maybe Southern Miss was selected because it can fit more people inside of the stadium from a standing room only uh, because they have some, some grassy areas to where fans can sit down on and, and apparently, that fits up to like fifteen hundred to two thousand more people. If that was one of the decisions, one of the factors that went into the into the decision making process, then why were tickets not sold publicly to to everybody to to get in? Why why was it automatically considered a a sellout? Tennessee got its allotted six hundred tickets for family and friends, and then everybody else. Would get the season ticket holders, of what's left of that six hundred, but just just so uh, it's it's been a weird process all around. Just be and, transparent.
0: And that's that's yeah, all that, that we ask.
1: Yeah. that's been the biggest issue is the lack of transparency. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you're transparent, I mean, we, we we're not having this conversation um, right now. We, we really are not. all fan says the Miss crowd will be rowdy, which I think will be a good thing. Tennessee played terrible on the road at lousy road environments like Mizzou which had no crowd. Clemson was crazy, and the players seemed to feed off of it and play better. Yeah, I just I just think that's a really hard comparison mm-hmm. because Mizzou was like the first SEC series. The weather was terrible. Uh, that was a totally different team than that had a bunch of new players trying to figure it out. Tony Vitello was trying to figure it out with these new pieces versus Clemson, which was a postseason series after playing entire season where Tony Bartello put different players in different positions, changed the lineup, the uh, the pitching lineup. Like I get it. Like as a whole, the road record wasn't great and the resume could have been better, but that's like saying, man, he's comparing the, Tennessee playing in the first round of the college football playoff versus the f- the first home game of the football season being versus Vanderbilt. Because Mizzou is the bottom of the barrel in baseball. Like Vanderbilt will be the bottom of the barrel in football. So, like, yeah, you coming out and not playing with the same fire in the first SEC series because it's Mizzou, and they beat you. They swept you. Um, but the overall point, Volfan, I feel like I understand that this team just proved that playing in a hostile environment, they can handle it and they have fire from within their duck out. They don't necessarily need it from the outside. You see what Christian Moore is doing? So, like, I, I feel like I get your overall point. I just think the comparison is tough uh, for other folks who who heard um, let me read off what you said. So, man, this is a chance to go to Omaha. Period. Point blank, this is Game Seven, Boston, Miami. Does it really matter where the game is when it comes down to it? It just—it just doesn't matter to a certain extent. You gotta go out there and execute. My man, Neil and Mafia, good to hear from you, Mafia, Mafia, Neil and Mafia. Stole my popcorn during the game this past year but it's all good was that two years ago i think it was two years ago no this uh this past season was it this past season i don't know maybe it was two years ago <laughs> no it was two years ago because after a football game and this past year i was with sports animal so we we're talking about it here so it had to been two years ago uh any updates on the renovation in Lindsey Nelson Stadium?
1: Um, nothing concrete. I mean, they're gonna get to work. They, they I mean, it's it's gonna be year to year, uh, for my understanding. It's not gonna be one big project all at once. It, it's gonna be broken up into things here and there that they accomplish each offseason, season, like like we've already seen these past two off seasons, uh, and, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. From my understanding, they want to add in some seats down the right field line uh, to give more of that Hornets' nest feel to to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Tony Vitello talks all the time about how, yeah, Lindsey Nelson might not be the biggest, but it's unique and, and the most unique in the league because it's a Hornets' nest feel and, and you're right on top of the other team. So they want to really go all in on that, and I think they're going to, continue to do that by adding some seats down the right field line uh this this off season. I don't know how or what that's going to look like, but just generally speaking, they're they're going to add some seats down there. Uh and and then next off season from my understanding is is going to be the the building out behind right field um and the 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 player dorm or I there's been so many different comments about what that building is going to be. I I don't think anybody's been able to pin down exactly what that building will be, but it's essentially uh, an indoor turf field for the baseball team. If it's raining outside Uh, and and then there's also going to be some component of housing and and dorm uh, involved as well. And and then I think the press box is going to be like the last piece. So it's, not nothing set in stone yet. They're they're still, when I've asked, they're they're still evaluating the situation and and trying to pin down an exact plan of of what they want to do and and then go out and and do it.
0: So, you talked to Tony earlier this year. There's an article um, with quotes from Tony Vitello talking about the renovations. Um, he said in February that it's probably a five-year deal to help Tennessee baseball be on par with its competitors in the SEC from a facility standpoint. Um, rather than starting a massive project, and maybe we have to play at another stadium for a year, we lose practice days, or we dump $40 million all at once. I'm just throwing out random numbers and dates. I believe that after this spring, we'll start construction, more than likely, on the left field line, or kind of, uh, even with the third base line, and then kind of piece mill it in a positive way where we work our way around the park. So this is not going to be like a one stop hit where everything will be done in one off season. Like this is going to be a progression. There's going to be um, projects done over the next couple of years. is, is what I am. Reading it, I remember that being said a couple months ago. So, um, you're doing the best that you can with what you have while understanding that there's other places around campus that need big-time additions. The cash cow is football. Nealon Stadium needs renovations. You need internet. Simple as that. And that's that is a sporting event that brings in a ton of money. So, the more money we can make there, the more money we can use in other areas. Uh, As well. And uh, I'll say this too. I was talking to an NFL um, scout that was on campus this past year evaluating this past draft class. And remember, these scouts, they go around different programs, they're in different facilities. And the last time we've had real upgrade was seven years ago. Bush Jones was here, and there are jokes about putting this, the trophy underneath the stairwell and all that stuff. Like, that was the project that was that was new at the time, seven years ago. So, in seven years was our last project. We are behind other football programs, and it used to not be that way. In the early 2000s, where Tennessee had the beautiful – indoor 100 yards but other schools have upgraded georgia has upgraded they didn't even have an indoor at some point so like our football facilities are behind and so with all the buyouts that we've paid over the years um we just maybe catching up now with the excitement of football man you sold out season tickets i mean you get more people uh engaging in the my all campaign Things are definitely heading in the right direction, but there is a few items on the list that have to be addressed in, in terms of renovation. And like I said, to start the show, kind of joking, but not really, we don't even have an internet in our football stadium, and we're we're in phase one of trying to get that done. So that's what we are. So uh, Ben, have you looked up things to do in Hacksburg? Where you going? When you going down?
1: Oh, swing.
0: You fired up. I, uh, I I will
1: all I'm doing is baseballing. That's all I'm doing all weekend is, yeah. is watching baseball and, and writing about baseball.
0: You're not gonna hang out in the Walmart parking lot?
1: No. I I I am not. I uh I did get my my tweet of confusion as to why Southern Miss got the host over Tennessee. Uh, made its way through Mississippi State Twitter, Ole Miss Twitter, and Southern Miss Twitter. So I have a lot of food recommendations in my mentions. So uh, I, I will be eating hopefully good food and and uh, also um, <laughs> watching a lot of baseball. What? Which I actually did get a cool message and I need to respond to him. So if he hears this before I respond, I apologize. But I did see your message uh, in in my messages. Uh, there there is a former. Uh, southern miss baseball player who listens to our show Uh, he is from east tennessee i believe he said grew up a a massive tennessee fan and and then went to southern miss and and played baseball there Uh, and he he said that and he listens every morning especially back in the day when when the show was seven to ten monday through friday listened every morning on his way to school and, and things of that nature and he said that he thought that I would enjoy Hattiesburg more than I realized. So I am mean, I'm actually excited uh-huh. to get down there uh, uh-huh. more so because I think the baseball environment, all jokes aside about Hattiesburg, I know for a fact and knew before it was official that Tennessee was going down there. Like the, the baseball atmosphere inside of that stadium this weekend will be absolutely phenomenal. It, it'll be better than this past weekend's environment in Clemson and as good as some of these sec environments uh there, there is no doubt about that. So I'm excited to see that uh, in, in person. But other than that, I don't anticipate doing much, uh, much around Hattiesburg. I, it'll probably be uh, a restaurant, the baseball stadium, and my hotel room bed will be the three places that I will be this weekend.
0: <laughs> um, LC Vaughn says uh, he or she is he- heading down on Saturday and hope to make it, make it to meet up with you, Ben. So uh, LC Vaughn. Vol- I think the best way to do that is holler at Ben on on, on Twitter and shoot him a DM or something like that. Uh, Will Heflin eleven says real quick before you go, JS, give me your pick this weekend. Come on, Will. Will Vols by fifty. Come on, <laughs> come on, Will. In this case, I guess I say Vols by ten. I mean, come on, I'm I'm wrong with the Vols this weekend. Absolutely, come on, Will. Will, you already told me to shut up. <laughs> told everybody to shut up talking about the uh, away record. Our away record is 3-0 and right now. We're undefeated on the road. I'm going but with what, the ball. What about,
1: you You got one player you're you're looking at this weekend, Swain, that you think needs to have a big weekend? Man, last
0: week, you know, I picked Blake Burt. He, he, did have, he, he, he looked much better he did than look he much had better. looked. Yeah, he did, he did look uh, really good, man. Um... um you know what? I'm going with Griffin Merritt. Oh, okay. I'm going with Griffin Merritt. Yeah. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with the with the with the big dog. This is what this is why he came to Tennessee. Struggled a little bit early in the season. Man, went on a run mid season. Playing with confidence. Oh, I'm going Merritt. Let's go. Let's go. I ain't forgot about you, Blake Burke. You're still my guy.
1: I like it. Merritt was pretty good this uh this past weekend and Heflin made the comment on our podcast that he was hitting the baseball hard just it seemed like it was to somebody every single time so he he was swinging the bat pretty well last week, last weekend he did have that one big home run in the first game that where he slammed the bat down that that was an impressive swing so I like that pick
0: yeah yeah I'm I'm going with uh, Griffith Merritt uh are we going to see a real warning track other miss? Yes, we will. Okay, just just want to make sure because that situation Clemson was 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 weird. Was weird. Was also weird if if you're in your home right now the summer and your AC breaks down, and don't let it happen. Don't wait until it breaks down to do something. If you know you need a replacement on your air conditioning unit, Hiller, call Hiller. Right now, they have a couple different awesome promotions going on. Uh, Free UV light, free electronic air cleaner. When you buy select HVAC system, or you can get whole home water filtration for just $59 a month or whole home uh, generator for just $139 a month. Hillers, heat wave heroes here to save the day. And, uh, man, it almost hit 90 degrees uh, this week. Speaking of that, it's going to be beautiful here in Knoxville. I saw the uh, weather report, Hattiesburg. Ben, do you have your poncho packed? Rain boots. Huh?
1: You're so annoying. Well, I'll
0: just ask you a question, Ben. I'm concerned. You already uh, sound uh, raspy right now. I'm concerned if you are in bad weather, you're you're only going to feel worse, Ben. So I want to make sure that that you're covered up well and, and you don't get any more sick Ben? so do you have your poncho do you have your rain boots rain jacket are you are you good to go don't check the uh, weather report on your phone i see I, you over there it well, ain't changed gonna,
1: it, it did it has changed a little bit it's cleared up a little bit all right what's what's the weather report well granted it's an iphone weather report so you have to take it with a grain of salt but 30 percent on saturday 50 percent on sunday nothing on monday all right thunderstorms in the forecast Yep, all low 90s, too. It's going to be hot and it's going to be steamy. I'm going to come back 20 pounds lighter. I might need to get on that
0: Hattiesburg, Hattiesburg playing right there.
1: Why don't you come with me?
0: Nah, I'm good. Why not? I got y'all work to do here. Yeah. Yeah, spring cleaning this weekend. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm watching the game on TV, man. Volume turned up to 100. I was talking to my neighbor yesterday, man. i had to put something on the grill. It's going down. We having a party. You're annoying. Block party. I know. And I'm sorry for that. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. 3 Swain event. Fueled by Dead End uh, Barbecue. Let's do this, Ben. Let's take a quick break. Come back and uh, kind of put a bow on everything. And, um... Call, call it a day let's 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 do that let's do that 865-255-03 is our telephone number we'll go to the text box when we come back from our break you don't want to go anywhere It's so an event fueled by dating barbecue
1: just because you can't call in
0: doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline impact the show with a text box It's part of the free Swain Event app. Guys, let me talk to you here. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you need the convenience of an at-home treatment, low t center makes it easy to get started on treatment only your first two visits are in person go to low now to book online low t center reinventing men's health care dead end barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event go to dead to learn more or call 865-414-9417 dead end barbecue the catering search is over hey there swain event crew just like Vols Sports, the Knoxville area real estate market is strong and growing stronger. We're an everything region. When you get the big orange itch to buy, sell, or invest, call me Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at Jennifer Morris 865 at gmail.com. Go Vols!
1: Looking for a different way to enjoy the show? Yes. Then check out Swain Event TV on YouTube.
0: All right, taking a look at the text box before we wrap up today's show, Bibby Go Voss 247. Uh Jason Swain here with you. I'm live from the Low T Center studio. Swain events fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. LC Voss says no need to worry about Monday, brother Ben. Cause like Magic said, we ain't gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Heflin said you're gonna take a sick day on Tuesday. Also says, fantastic selection. Realistic sweep, are you expecting, or are you expecting this thing to go to three games? Uh, I know what Heflin is expecting.
1: Yeah, Will thinks they're going to run rule them in each game, even though the run rule doesn't exist during the postseason. Um, it, I think it'll go to a game three. I think Tennessee wins wins game three to go to Omaha. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I just, that I'm telling you that environment is going to be as good as, as some of these sec environments. I I watched them either. It was last year, the year before when they hosted LSU in a regional, I I watched them last year when they hosted Ole Miss in a super regional Mm -hmm. And, and it didn't go according to plan, but it was rocking. The stadium was rocking and, hard for me to believe that just on the environment alone, that they won't be able to win at least one of them. Uh, Now I will say if, if they are going to win one, it's going to have to be that Saturday afternoon game when they're throwing their guy, Tanner hall, that that's the game that they have to win without a doubt. Uh, And and if they don't pull that one out, then I do think that Tennessee sweeps.
0: All right. All right. Ooh, Get the butterflies. Got to get to Omaha, man. Got to get to Omaha. Got to be the team after the team. Are you going to go with me to Omaha? Uh, Truthfully, no. Probably not. Why not? I thought we went over this last time we went to Omaha. Ain't nothing to do there. Watch Tennessee in the College World Series. Well, if I went to Omaha last year, I wouldn't have been there that long. No.
1: Ask Cole Kubik. He went last year. It's great. It's for a work, fun he, time. Went
0: for, he went for work, didn't he? Oh, no, he just went. He just went. He,
1: he went because Auburn was there.
0: Yeah. I wish, man. I wish. Let's let's worry about that when we get there.
1: We're not playing.
0: True. Hopefully, I have to make that tough decision. Because trust me, I sure would want to go. All right, Swain Event, feel about that in barbecue top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Ben, I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you have. A great time in Hattiesburg. I hope the trip is awesome for you. For those traveling, be careful going to Hattiesburg and uh, returning. We got to get Ben Ben McKee on Josh and Swain to talk Tennessee baseball this weekend uh, and the matchup. So we'll we'll try to do that. We'll check with Ben's um, agent and see what kind of availability he has for us in the next two days. For Ben McKee of GovHawks247, I'm Jason Swain. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. We hope you have a great day. Peace and love.